you and I, my friend, don't deserve anything. We don't deserve salvation. We don't deserve God's love. We don't deserve his forgiveness. We don't deserve the peace that he gives us, the healing that he gives us, the transformation that he gives us, even so many of the blessings. Because what, what does James tell us? Tells us that every good gift comes from our Father above. We don't deserve nada, none of that. Yet, in his mercy and his grace, he gives to us. So what's your possession of your hands? Is it a prideful heart that wants to grab onto things? Or is it a thankful heart that says, God, whatever you want to give me, my position is always the same. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Andrew Roman Show. Guys, this week is a special week. If you haven't noticed, it's already Thanksgiving. Like, what in the world? I feel like five minutes ago, it was July. And then five minutes before that, it was May, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's just th- this year is going so fast. I just, I'm not ready. I'll be honest. Can I just be honest with you right now? If we can just slow things down a little bit. I'm not ready to to hear all the Christmas music. 0.1 seconds after Thanksgiving ends. I love Christmas music. It's just, it's not that I have anything against Christmas music. It's, I just, I'm not ready, quite ready for the, for the year to end. (laughs) That's why I love Christmas music, but I just can't believe we're near that time. Well, it is Thanksgiving. And before we get into today's topic, I just want to remind you, join the movement, ccgeneration.com. So you can be the first one to know about everything that we're doing in person events, like the question that we had not too long ago, as well as new content on social media and all, you know, a bunch of new projects that, that we got going on. Also, I want to remind you, if you haven't yet rated this podcast five stars if you rated four stars go back and redo your rating to pump it up five stars that way more people can look at it and more people can be blessed by it and of course let us know your thoughts if you like this podcast if you have maybe some questions that you like answered definitely dm us or you can just join the movement and and uh, message us directly so with that being said this is the week of thanksgiving Now, I'm not going to give kind of the usual Thanksgiving talk that would be just like, guys, this week, just be grateful. Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, that's not bad, right? That's that's not bad. But this ain't going to be this episode. This episode, like we always do, we're going to go deep. Because here's the thing. Last year, was it last year? Yeah, because two years ago was COVID 2020, yeah. And then there I did an episode called How to Be Grateful in 2020. Very interesting. Uh, Then the following year, which was last year, I did an episode titled The Story of Gratitude because I realized that gratitude really depends on the story that you tell yourself about life. For example, if you think that everything you have in life is because you deserve it, then it's really hard to be grateful because, hey, why would you be grateful for something that you should have had in the first place? Right? It's not a gift. It's just something that you deserve. So that really changes your perspective on gratitude. But when you start realizing that maybe that's not the case, then you start being more grateful. Well, that's that was last year. Today, I, I hope to kind of maybe shed some new light on this, on this subject that I believe will transform the way that you think. And as we always say, if you transform the way you think, it will transform the way you live. Because we have to be honest. Thankfulness is something that's accepted universally. 
right? Even if people are not Christians or anything, that's usually like, you know, you got to be thankful. And there's all these studies about what, what thanks, what thankfulness does and gratitude does, and even how it affects even your neurons and the way you think and the way that your brain develops and your neuro, um, what they call your, your neuron pathways and all that good stuff. There's, there's whole episodes about the science behind gratitude. But one thing that we can't deny, even though gratitude is universally accepted, I don't think that it's universally given necessarily. Let me explain. Our world today is like a rat race. Everybody's just trying to survive. Everybody's stuck in this cycle of 24-7, you know, trying to, to make ends meet at some point. And I say everybody, not meaning like literally every single person on earth, but there is an there's kind of a feeling that everyone's out to just seek out their own interests. And that's just how the world is, right? You got to make ends meet. You got to think about yourself before you think of other people. And that's just how, how, how it is. In that environment, it's really easy to start formulating certain patterns of thought that we then carry on into our life with Christ. Okay, what do I mean by that? Like we mentioned last year, if you believe that you've worked for everything, you've earned everything, and you deserve everything, it's really hard to be grateful. But also, we kind of get this attitude um, in the world that there's just not enough for everybody, so I got to take whatever I want, because if I don't take it, that's going to be gone. And I need that. So I'm going to take it for myself. And that's kind of how it is. Whenever I used to work at the, at the hotel, I, I remember very, um, man, very clearly how there was always kind of this competition of people taking positions, right? If there was a vacancy, people were trying to take it and, and trying to maybe I don't know, work something a little bit under the table to try to be hired for the next position, et cetera. Nothing illegal, but, you know, trying to be a little bit manipulative and trying to get your way and take that position. But when we're in Christ, something has to change about that mentality. And that's really what we're going to be diving in a little bit today is that mentality of a taker versus in the kingdom of God, we are no longer takers. We're actually receivers. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe you've thought about this, maybe you haven't, but I, I can almost bet that your life right now is either falls in the taker category or the receiver category. And this affects the, how you handle relationships, how you handle jobs, how you handle money, how you handle your hobbies, your time, your energy, um, how you serve at church. I mean, this is, is crazy how, how much you can apply this at, uh, applies in, so as I mentioned, this kind of environment of takers and survivorless uh, mentality, it's in the world, but when we come to Christ, many times we transfer it over, and the problem with that is that when we transfer over our old way of thinking, we've actually disobeyed the Word of God. I know a lot of people don't think about this, but when you transfer over your old way of thinking when you were outside of Christ, and you think, well... It probably doesn't, what matters is the way I live, but not the way I think, then you've ignored what Romans 12, 2 says, that Romans 12, 2 says that we should not conform to the ways of this world, right? The patterns of this world, but we should be transformed. Many times we focus and we say, well, that transformation needs to happen with our actions and the way that we live, 100%, but it starts not on the action, but in the thought, because our actions are reflections of our heart. And this is something I hope to be able to communicate today, is that whatever you're thinking about doing today, 
the actions that you do many times are a reflection of your heart. And many times when, when we have that that perspective of a taker, that we just want to take things for ourselves and, and we, we might just push people down, push people around to get our spot, that can be a reflection of either a wound in our heart or pride that sometimes pride comes from a wound anyways. Um, so, Going a little bit back to to kind of these two perspectives that we pick up from the world, right? We we pick it up, and if we don't actually renew our mind, because it's don't be conformed, but be transformed by what? By just trying to be better, by just um, listening to a bunch of podcasts. Um, yeah, those 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 can help, but by the renewing of our mind. Can I give you a hack right now? A Christian hack, if I will. Um, sometimes you got to stop focusing so much on trying to do better when you should first think about thinking better. Does that kind of make sense? It's not just about the doing, it's about the thinking. Maybe you've been trying so hard to fix your behaviors and fix your actions when you haven't taken the time to transform the way that you think. Because once you transform the way that you think, you will, in fact, transform the way that you live. So one of those transformations, it has to do with that perspective of a taker versus a receiver. We, we read this verse, um, I, got, I have it here on my computer. It was Second Peter um, verse 3. Let me see if I, ha- if I have it correctly. Yep, yep, Second Peter chapter chapter one, and then verses like one through three is something that that we 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 looked at last episode. But I actually want to want to look at it one more time here. So this is chapter chapter one, verses one through three specifically. So this is what it says: um, His divine power, actually starting in verse three, His divine power has given us everything we need. So if we pause right there, we already understand that God has actually given us everything we need. That means that when you come to the kingdom of God, you actually aren't an owner of anything, but God allows you to be a steward of everything. let's, Let's say that one more time. In the world, our goal is to be an owner of everything, right? An owner of our house, an owner of our relationships, whatever it is, we kind of just want to own it. And it's kind of that ability that, oh, I want to take this for myself. But when we come to the kingdom of God, that is completely different. We aren't owners anymore because we realize that God is the actual owner of everything and we are merely the stewards. But God in his grace, although we don't own anything, he allows us to steward everything that we need. This is why it says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 5, it says this, for his divine power, for his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. We said this last week, that last week, my friend, you have everything that you need through the knowledge of Christ, and that is a personal knowledge. But I want to focus on this first part. God is ready to give you everything that you need. My question is, are you ready to receive it? Or are you so stuck in trying to still fight for yourself in life, trying to take things that you will miss what God wants you to receive? It's very simple. It all has to do with your heart posture. I, I give an example to the 10, 11, 12-year-olds at, at church that I teach. Um, think about your hands and how you, what position you have your hands in. If you have hands open, that means you're ready to receive. If you have hands closed, that means you are not ready to receive. 
but many times when we try to take something and grab it, what happens to our hand? It's open and then it closes in order to grab onto something. But my friend, the moment that you try to grab onto something and your hand closes, that's when God stops and says, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a second. You freely gave, you, free, you, you freely received, now you freely give. The, the, the posture of a believer is two hands open like this, saying, God, whatever you want to place on my hands, it will place them. I won't grab it. I won't hold on to it. I'll just stay right here. Now, you might be thinking, okay, why? how does this have to do with gratitude in general? It's because when you realize that we don't deserve anything, but yet we are giving everything, that's a pretty good reason to be grateful. I want to emphasize this right now. This is a harsh reality. But you and I, my friend, don't deserve anything. We don't deserve salvation. We don't deserve God's love. We don't deserve his forgiveness. We don't deserve the peace that he gives us, the healing that he gives us, the transformation that he gives us, even so many of the blessings. Because what, what does James tell us? tells us that every good gift comes from our Father above. We don't deserve nada, none of that. Yet, in his mercy and his grace, he gives us. He, he, he gives to us. So what's your possession of your hands? Is it a prideful heart that wants to grab onto things? Or is it a thankful heart that says, God, whatever you want to give me, my position is always the same. Hands open, like palms open like this, hands open. If, you, if you're listening to the podcast, you, I want you to picture this. It's basically hands open. Like if you're, uh, if you're familiar with the church position, this is almost like the 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 measuring TV like my TV is this big you know you're you're almost holding a TV hands open like this and you're saying okay God whatever you want to do in my life I receive it and, and and if it's no longer time for that and you want to switch it for something else that's okay because I'm not holding on to anything uh, I'll be honest with you this last semester has been and I'll say last semester, like starting maybe in July, it's been it's been a weird one, just personally. It's been really great with the podcast and with work and everything, but there's been a couple opportunities that have come and gone um, that I thought I'm like, Lord, I, I really, I really thought, I really thought that was a, I, th- I thought that was from you. I thought that was a blessing from you, and I was so ready to to take it. But God reminded me, we're not takers, we're receivers. What if God only wants to give you a hint right now for something that will come later? Will you try to grab on to the hope of what God might be able to do right now that then you forfeit what God will actually do in the future because then you'll grab on and you'll try to make something uh, happen by your own strength? That was almost me this semester with some opportunities I had, but I said, no, God, hands open, flat like this. If it falls on my hand, that is your blessing, and I receive it. I'll be a good steward of it. But if you want to push it, if you want to move, move, move it from my hand, that's okay. Because either way, my hands are the same. I want you to think about a couple things in your life right now. As I think about my life, is there something that you've been trying to take? It could be a promotion at work. It could even be a relationship where you want to try to make something happen and take it for yourself. It might be part of your calling that you're saying, God, here's this position and I know you're calling me and I'm just going to make this happen and I'm going to take it. Look, only because 
it might have like the quote unquote um, ministry job doesn't mean it's necessarily from God. Okay. You, you, we have to have some discernment of saying, God, am I willing to wait? Here, here's where we have to have discernment. Am I willing to wait for your timing? Because the right thing at the wrong time can become the wrong thing. So a heart of gratitude is just that position of hands open like this. Saying, God, I'm not going to become prideful and think I, 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 I deserve it, so I own it, and I'm going to grab onto it. No, 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 no. In fact, I'm not going to do that. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a heart open that's grateful, because this is what James chapter 4 says, right? James chapter 4 gives the, gives the difference between the prideful heart and the humble heart. And the humble heart is, is really a grateful heart and a heart of gratitude. And this is what he says, that God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. What does it mean to have a humble heart? Hands open like this, saying, God, whatever you want to put on my plate, put it and I'll be a good steward of it. Whatever you want to take away from my plate, take it away. And either way, I am grateful because at the end of the day, you're the owner of things. I'm only a steward. What in your life today would you be, let's say, I'll put it this way. Are you holding on so tightly at things? so tightly on things that even like your your knuckles are going white a little bit. Maybe you're saying, God, this path that I'm on, this career that I'm in, this 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 thing that I'm serving at church or, or whatever it is for you, this even this podcast that I have, whatever, I'm so convinced it's you, I'm not even going to pray about it and, and I'm just going to be holding on to it. Wait a second. Don't make your calling your idol. Don't make your purpose your idol. Uh oh, <laughs> I feel like I have to like put a pause there. God has a calling for you and God has a purpose for you. But the purpose of the purpose is not to become the idol, right? The calling is only for you to then fulfill what God has meant for you to, to fulfill. Is not Your calling is not the, the end goal necessarily. The calling many times is the means to bring about what God wants wants you to do. So maybe my calling, for example, might be something with the podcast. But is that the end goal, just to do podcasts? No, the end goal is to come, to have people come to the knowledge of Christ, a saving knowledge of Christ, and for them to be able to make an impact and apply and bring down the kingdom of earth on their lives. That's what I feel my calling is. But again, my calling is just a way for that to happen. So this Thanksgiving, my question to you is, do you still have the world's mentality of taking and having a prideful heart? Or will you switch over to the kingdom mentality of having a humble heart that is grateful and has hands open to then receive? I... There, there's a there's a part in uh, we have kind of this declaration that we say uh, whenever we're in the kids ministry and and the kids a lot of the kids some they, they like to tithe and they like to give offerings but we'll, we'll say something before we tithe and before we give offerings it's kind of just to give our get our hearts ready for what we're really trying to do here because there's something spiritual that happens when you give and to bless so that God can multiply that gift to then bless whoever whoever it's supposed to. Um, there's something that we say. We say, 
at the end of a little declaration saying, you know, how we, we bless the ministries that we support, it says, I receive the provision, the protection, and the direction that comes with having an obedient and giving heart. But the key is I receive. So maybe we can do this as we start wrapping up this episode. Can you take a moment, if you're driving, don't close your eyes, and just say, God, today I receive what you have for me. I release the things I've been holding on to, even if those are good things. I stop trying to take things for myself, taking position, positions that are not supposed to be mine, taking things that are not supposed to be mine. Today, God, I release those and I decide to only receive and to honor, listen to this, to honor those who are in positions that I've been wanting to take for myself. Also, think about this, honoring people that have gifts and talents that maybe you've been wanting to um, to kind of take that position in order for your talents to shine, etc. Whatever it is, would you take a moment and just say, God, today I receive. I stop being a taker and I start being someone who receives with an open heart, hands fit, Palm, palm open so that God can just place whatever and he can take whatever. And either way, we are grateful to be used by him. I promise you, if you have this mentality, and this is not just a mentality like, got to change your good vibes, brother. You are like negative vibes. Now you're going to be positive. No, I'm not talking about that. It's, it's about being transformed by the renewing of a mind through the word of God that tells us that when we freely receive, then it goes into giving. But if we're only into the perspective of taking, my friend, at some point when we take, the moment we release, we're going to lose it. But if we've never took taken it, I guess we can never lose it, right? That's 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 some perspective right there. Hey, I gotta tell you, if you haven't already, I want you to share this episode with a friend right as you as you finished it. I want you to finish, uh, share it with a friend, and share last week's episode with a friend. Make sure to follow on on social medias, and we got a little treat next next week for you. I'm going on a little bit of a uh, of a trip, bit of an adventure. It's gonna be a good one. We'll see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.